more Bulls Beat Now. Once again, here's Derek Sharp. If you missed my conversation yesterday with Vivian Pond and Antoinette Hill, they're up on our Unlimited Unloaded page. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, SoundCloud, where we post the links always. So check those out. They were really enjoyable, and I think you'll enjoy these as well. A couple of long-tenured bulls, Megan Sheehan. We've talked to her about it in the past. Her knee injury made her miss an entire season, so we did not revisit that here. But, wow, did she have a season last year. And you'll hear them both. Her first two career homers actually ended up leading the team with 30 RBI, also was second in batting average at a 293 clip. Megan Piero, the second baseman, she hands an outfielder. From Steinbrenner High, she'll be entering her fifth full year last year. She set her career mark in RBI by double with 28 and also had seven doubles, which was her previous career total in three seasons. So I wouldn't be surprised if these are your one-two hitters. The order we'll go here is Sheehan, then Piero, and we start off. Anytime we can give you some food advice, we will with Megan Sheehan, a.k.a. Shishi. Let's credit your trip to Italy because I had never heard of this dish. Pear pasta, I would have just skipped over on any menu. You said, well, first of all, First of all, tell people about your trip to Italy. That's the main story here. Sure. So um, we, me and two other student athletes studied abroad uh, two summers ago in Florence, Italy. And the home, like the home dish in Florence is pear ravioli, which I also would have skipped over on a menu until, you know, you go to a restaurant and the locals are like, one of you has to get the ravioli and you all have to share it. I would listen to the locals in Italy. Exactly. I was like, yes, sir. I, I'll i take two two bowls of it. Um, and it was pretty much the best thing I'd ever had. And somehow we got to talking about it and now you've tried it. Yeah. I had to ask you about your trip and uh, food and how much better it was over there. And there's a place locally called Esposito's that has it on the menu. Trust me. Get it, add scallops, and I thank you for that. Now, I know you for more than just uh, your food recommendations, uh, being around and enduring the injuries. We won't have to relive those. But last year, away from all of that, you got to have a full season and all of a sudden become a power hitter. <laughs> take, <laughs> right? Take us through those uh, those home runs, young lady. Oh, my goodness. Um, honestly, you know, you have moments when you're hitting with your friends where you're trying to hit home runs, you're swinging as hard as you can, but everyone always tells you, when you hit a home run, you hit it by accident in a game. It's like a line drive that just keeps going. Mm. Um, and I always was like, no, whatever. When I hit my first home run, I'm going to know, you know. And I actually paused on second base after my first one to ask the umpire if it was out because I thought it bounced over. Wait, wait. In Greenville against Wichita? Yep. And she takes it the other way. That could get out of here. Left field. And it is a home run. Apo Power by Shishi, her first home run of the season. And the other way at that. I missed that. Yep, if you watch the clip back, I pause on second base and ask the umpire, home run? And he says, home run. And I, so I got to keep running because I was like, how embarrassing would it be if I touched all the bases and it was a ground rule double? <laughs> well, for your knowledge, I knew it off the bat if you didn't. And Thank secondly, you. I was so privileged to be there. And then, of course, you whacked one in Tallahassee. Against court. Oh, that ball's drilled. She just got her first career homer. Are you serious? She, she, stop it. So, uh, obvious question is, outside of your what you usually do is get on base a lot and steal a lot of bases, <laughs> do you change your batting approach to include more possible power? Honestly, no. I think I think I just my my mindset last year was really just trying to barrel stuff up even whether I was slapping or hitting. Um, and just try to move runners and be productive. And I think, you know, that went well. <laughs> so I think that's going to be my plan again this year. And I think, you know, depending on situationally, because we have so many great base runners, so much speed, 
our lineup runs deep, so whoever's in front of me, I'm just going to do what the situation presents, you know? We've had so many players, you just alluded to, it's like an endless supply of pinch runners. Are you, yeah. telling, me, are you telling me there's more possible speed this year that's been added? Yes. Tell, tell me who I should be looking for. Um, we have some speedy additions. So uh, Alexa Galligani, freshman, she is definitely quick. Um, <laughs> Hallie Bryant will be back this season. Yeah. She is very quick. Hanlon. Hanlon, um, yep. And then, obviously, Piero and, and Cadlub fly. Bailey Lystol flies. Um, honestly, our whole outfield moves. Um, and then some of the new additions. I mean, Ryan Ryan uh, is not to be trifled with either. She She's deceptively fast. A catcher. A who catcher. Led her, who led her team in stolen bases last year. Yes. Well, okay. Yep, she is not to be, to be missed. So... With that said, last thing, uh, sort of gauge the offense as far as it sounds like you could just get on base and, and manufacture runs that way, but uh, do you have a good mixture? I think so. I, th- I think this is the best mix we've had since I've been here. I'm really fired up about it. We got we cover all of our bases, no pun intended. Uh, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> all for the puns. She, she, you're <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, I had to double check. It did seem like this is your fifth year. I know it's <laughs> more than the first interview, Megan Piero. Uh, so take us through the decision to come back, and I know you love it here. <laughs> yeah, the decision, it was not much of a decision at all. I knew I wanted to come back immediately. As soon as I found out that we were getting a fifth year, I was Super excited to have the opportunity to come back and play another year of softball. Outstanding. Last year, by the way, career high in RBI and home runs, and you've got the complete package going. So what can we expect this year? I mean, is it going to jump up another double? Are you going to be hitting five, six home runs? I mean, I'm proud of what I accomplished, but I know I have a lot more in me, so I'm really looking forward to this season, and my expectations for myself are a lot higher than what I've done so far. Well, right now, I expect you to clear something up for me because, uh, you know, I call the games. And, folks, if you don't know this, anytime she comes up, here comes a barking dog <laughs> in the stands. And I, all the time, I'm like, uh, 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 I guess her nickname is the dog. She's a what? Take Who's, who's barking? <laughs> More than capable. He just so happened to have three RBIs all on sacrifices this season. Hits that ball pretty well to right field. Center fielder has a track on it. Hillbrenner over her head. It's going to drop in for extra bases. And it's going to clear the bases by Megan Piero. Okay, well, so this started back when I was in, um, playing travel ball. My A couple of my travel ball teammates were also committed to USF at the time. And my travel ball coach nicknamed me the dog because of how I was playing, I guess. It reminded him of... The dog. <laughs> well, they could be good or bad, but I like I like the nickname. And so my teammates, one of them started barking one day, and they just thought it was funny, so they started doing it. And of course, we all came to USF together, so they decided to just carry on the tradition. And now, it's been about eight years, and they're still barking. At so it's not from the stands; it's from the dugout. It's from the dugout, yeah. It always sounds like it's from the stands. <laughs> I just assume you had it traveling, you know. I mean, it could be barker. traveling at this point, but um, <laughs> yeah, it started in the dugout. We definitely have some funny, <laughs> some funny things coming from the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and as we wrap it up, that's kind of what I want to talk to you about. Also, like how big a part of that as far as keeping things interesting sometimes games can drag on a season can sometimes drag on what's it like in the dugout basically as far as the enthusiasm (laughs) level and that kind of thing it seems like you guys have a great time yeah i think we have a great time in the dugout i feel like we definitely have some good vibes on our team and a lot of inside jokes going on. <laughs> Does Ken ever have to tell you guys to tone it down or to stomp it? Sometimes. <laughs> I can see him being that guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we definitely, we focus when we need to focus, but um, 
<laughs> there's times when we get to have fun and we we enjoy it <laughs> well enjoy it more wins this year and go further than you've ever been great to see you back <laughs> you too thank you the softball team was picked to finish third in the conference last year's champion and a team that made it to the super regional for the first time in school history ucf you figure was going to be picked as this year's american athletic conference championship even though wichita state really challenged them, only finishing one vote behind. The Knights got four of the seven first place votes. Again, only seven teams playing the sport of softball in the American. That will change next year, by the way. Subtract two, UCF and Houston add five. All but Rice of the six incoming Conference USA teams have softball. And by the way, last year, Charlotte and North Texas both ended up in the top 50, well above 500. All those five teams, but for UTSA, we're winning record teams. But as far as this last year goes, last go-around for UCF and Houston, Knights picked to win the league, Bulls picked third, one vote ahead of Houston, which was a 500 team last year, obviously. And you'd expect it, right? That is the effect of no longer having Georgina Corrick. Bulls were a 45-16 team last season. Houston was 27-27, and but they lose their ace. And for that matter, their leadoff hitter, Top hitter as far as batting average by a good bit, and nation's stolen base leader, Alexis Jones. Tulsa, East Carolina, and Memphis round out the preseason poll. We're just a few weeks away from the start of 2023 as far as softball goes. That'll wrap up Bulls Beat. Thank you for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.